Alright, so I'm going to review days one through three for the people who are not able to tune in to the live stream. So I'm going to start with day one, the crossword puzzle. Number three across says, helps an animal blend with its surroundings. So an example of this would be what people wear when they go hunting. That would be camouflage. Number five across says, a behavior an animal is born with. We call that instinct. So examples of that would be like a spider making a web or a bird making a nest. It just comes natural to them. Number seven across says, changes made from an egg to a larva to an adult. That would be metamorphosis. So an example of that would be the caterpillar turning into a butterfly. Number nine across says, the movement from one region to another and back again. We call that migration. Examples of migration would be birds and monarch butterflies. Number 10 across says, a body part or behavior that helps an animal meet its needs. That is adaptation. Examples of that would be plants in the desert that they store water in their stems and leaves so they don't run out. Number one down says everything that surrounds and affects an animal. We call that environment. So examples of that would be soil, water, landforms, mountains, trees, anything in the environment. Number two down, a long deep sleep. That would be hibernation. So examples of animals that hibernate would be bears. Number three down, average temperature and rainfall. We talked about this there in our weather unit. We call that climate. And with climate, we got to remember that that is over a long period of time. Number four down, an animal looks much like another animal or object. That would be mimicry. So an example of that would be an iguana. So how it could lay on a certain surface and its skin turns into that color. Number six down, a place where an animal can protect itself. We call that shelter. So an example of that would be a rabbit being able to go down into its hole. Number eight down, a gas in the air animals need. That is oxygen, and without oxygen, we would not be able to breathe, and eventually we would die. Now I'm going to flip the paper over, and I'm going to do the fill in the blank. Number one says, the process of grouping items together according to their similarities. We call that classification. So an example of that would be if you came into school and I grouped you based on the color of your shirt... So if you had on a green shirt, no matter what shade of green it is, you're going to be in the green group. Number two says, when two animals or plants of different breeds and species reproduce and create an offspring, we call that crossbreeding. So an example of that would be a golden retriever and a poodle. When you mix those together, you get a golden doodle. Number three says, a system made up of the mouth, esophagus, stomach, and intestines that breaks food down into molecules that the body can use. That is our digestive system. 
Number four, a body system made up of different glands that control long-term and short-term changes of the body, including many daily activities of the body. That is your endocrine system. So an example of that would be a chemical that's released from your endocrine system. It's called melatonin, and what that does is it lets your body know when to fall asleep and when to wake up. Number five, one of two different domains of bacteria known as true bacteria. A kingdom of classification which includes unicellular organisms that do not have a nucleus. Some make their own food and some need to obtain food from other sources. We call that eubacteria. So an example of that would be streptococcus. Um, it's a bacteria that's responsible for strep throat. Number six says a kingdom of scientific classification which includes organisms that are multicellular, have a nucleus, and need to obtain energy from other sources. An example of this is mushrooms. We call that fungi. And I would underline where it says, for example, mushrooms because throughout school that's going to be the number one example you see for fungi. Number seven, group of vascular plants that develop seeds without a protective outer covering. They do not produce flowers or fruit. That's gymnosperm. So an example of that would be pine trees because it produces pine cones instead of fruit. And then number eight says a living organism that is not capable of producing its own food, also known as a consumer. That is heterotroph. So examples of that would be people or animals. Now I'm going to move on to day two, the fill in the blank. At the bottom it says page 168. Let me give you just a few seconds to get that paper out. Alright, number one says, A blank can be a physical feature or a behavior that helps a plant or animal survive. That is called adaptation. Number two, some animals blank or go into a deep sleep during which time they use very little energy and usually do not need to eat. That is called hibernation. Number three says the role a plant or animal plays in its environment is called its, and that's called niche. An example of that is like predator, scavenger, a hunter-gatherer, or a parasite. Number four, blank is an adaptation that allows an animal to protect itself by looking like another kind of animal or like a plant. That is mimicry. Number five, blank is the coloring, marking, or other physical appearance of an animal that helps it blend in with its surroundings. We call that camouflage. And then number six, the place where a plant or animal lives is called its habitat. Now I'm going to flip it over on the other side. Was true or false? If it was true, you just put a T. If it was false, you're supposed to put an F. And then in the long blank, you're supposed to write what the correct word is. Number one says, when a species becomes extinct, it means the last member of that species has died. That is true. An example of that would be dinosaurs. Number two, some animals hibernate or move to another region when seasons change and food becomes scarce. We actually call that migrate, so that would be false. That is migrate. 
Number three, a scientist who studies fossils is called a habitat. That is false, and that's really called a paleontologist. If you're not sure how to spell that, if you'll look down in number five, that word that's underlined, that's actually the correct answer for number three. I'm going to give you a few seconds to write that. All right, number four, an era is a major division of time. That is true. Number five, a paleontologist is a group of living things that produces living things of the same kind. That would be false, and that's actually called population. And then number six, a niche is a preserved traces and remains of an organism that lived long ago. That is also false, and that's called a fossil. Now we're going to move on to day three, and we're going to start on the multiple choice side. All right, number one says, what makes up an ecosystem? That would be A, living and non-living things. So in your ecosystem, all the living and non-living things is what brings the ecosystem together. It's all part of it. Number two, what does soil cover? C, much of the earth's surface. Number three, both plants and animals depend on, it would be D, sunlight. Number four, what does shade provide for animals? A, protection. Number five, a living thing will survive. C, only where its needs are met. Number six, desert ecosystems have very little rainfall. D. Number seven, polar ecosystems have no b soil so where the polar ecosystems are that's like um where like penguins and the um polar bears live so think of like antarctica places like that there's no soil there okay i'm gonna go ahead and flip it over this one is fill in the blank um number one says the clownfish and sea anemone are an example of that's interdependence. I'm going to spell it for you. I-N-T-E-R-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-C-E. -E -E. Interdependence. Number two, the clownfish has a coating on its body that protects it from the animal's sting coating. Number three, the clownfish cleans the anemone's tentacles. Number four, a blank is an organism that makes its own food. That is a producer. Number five, a blank gets its energy by eating plants or eating other animals that eat plants. That is a consumer. 
Number six, some living things help other living things carry out the process of reproduction. R-E-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N. Reproduction. Number seven, an animal that helps plants make seed is called a pollinator. So when we hear the word pollinator, we think of how bees pollinate flowers. Pollinator. Number eight, some plants depend on blank to carry their seeds to new places. That would be animals. And then number nine, some plants produce seeds that develop inside of fruit. If you have any other questions, please let me know. Thank you. Have a great day.